When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Tuesday, June 21st. And when I woke up, futures of the Dow were up uh, 500 points. And now the futures of the Dow are only up 400. I think we're in for one of those days where um, pre markets are way up. I think we end the day maybe up 200 or so. Um, I think once. Uh, trading gets into place, I think people will start showing up and people will start selling. That means your, uh, your shorts of uh, D, uh, DRV. Let's look at DRV. This was the real estate short that um, Bia Haza said uh, he was putting some, some options into. I haven't seen his video follow-up, blah, 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 but that MACD is super high. The RSI is at 67. Um, there is a gap here between 52 and 55 that 55, 24, that, that probably needs to be filled on the way back down. Um, I would not suggest buying this one. Um, let's go to our strategy tester on the, uh, trend spider and you're in this one, uh, with the algorithm at 4475. I kind of, uh, had mentioned there was a buy 4482, um, uh, back around June 7th. So you're, uh, what, 13 days past that, probably have a 20% gain, um, 44 to 59, which is where you're trading right now. Great trade. I'd probably take the profits on here. Um, just because I think, you know, you, you've had some money again in this market, take your profits. If that's the one lesson I need to learn, particularly with Devin, with Oxy, with CrowdStrike, with Palo Alto. Uh, it is take your profits when you can. Uh, to that uh, kind of story, Mike Wilson, who's a, I think, Citibank analyst, um, he's definitely the most bearish analyst that, that I've seen. Um, he said today, um, we've seen the multiple levels, meaning the PE levels, pushed uh, quite a bit down and, and more into, quote-unquote, realistic territory. But his note this morning says he sees uh, the, the S&P down around 3,000. And the reason he says is that the multiples have pulled back, but the market hasn't priced in the recession that is most likely happening, um, going to happen. Um, Elon Musk uh, over the weekend said he sees a short-term recession. He is cutting uh, 10% of the uh, Tesla salaried employees, not hourly employees. And what's interesting is, Knowing a couple of people that work at Tesla, they're increasing the hourly employees. They're pulling back the salaried employees. Um, ironically, he said there were still some issues, outstanding issues on Twitter. Uh, let's look at Twitter stock because, again, remember, this is at 54.20 is where he said he would buy. Um, there is a sell uh, at $37 for a 1% gain. You would have bought in at 36 so right now you'd be out of Twitter. There's not a MACD cross up on this one. But again, if he's going to buy this one, 
who knows at what price. But if it comes about at 54.20, he wants to do a quick one. Um, when you look at Tesla stock, uh, we look at this one and Tesla, you'd be out of the last trade. You would have made uh, 4.25%. I continue to say anything under 700, continue to buy. I think anything under 1,000, you continue to buy. The RSI is at 41 right now. The MACD is down. The volume is pretty consistent, um, not crazy. There is a volume shelf. Let me pull back in uh, in TrendSpider to a recent gap here. Uh, I'll go year to date. The, the, the volume shelf that, that, that is currently supporting it is between 664 and 646. You're trading about 650 right now. Um, there is a significant, the, the largest volume shelf of this year is between 906 and 922. Those are the people who are still holding. Again, your RSI is at 41. That MACD is a little bit down. I think this one's a little bit oversold, um, but I think the market's going to take this one significantly. When I look at Tesla and Finviz, um, their forward PE is still 40, which is significantly high. So you probably want to be a little bit careful with this one. Um, I may throw a little bit more money into it, but I, I, I still like it. Um, there was a technical analyst on CNBC this morning that said uh, prices during the pandemic uh, trade were pulled way forward, and he sees more downside on a lot of these stocks. Um, I, I tend to agree that we're going to see more downside. Again, talking about, with my uh, economy, uh, economist friend uh, while on the cruise, um, name a good catalyst that's coming. Just name it. If you find it, hit me up on Twitter. Tell me a good catalyst that's coming. Um, because uh, if the gas holiday um, that Biden is proposing is what you think is a good catalyst, doubt it. Highly doubt it. Demand is still outweighing supply um, on oil. Um, oil is up today on tight supply. That's what you're going to start seeing. Again, if Biden goes over to Saudi Arabia, which he's um, rumored to, to go and meet with them. I don't know if it's rumors. I don't know if it's news. Again, I, I just haven't paid too close attention. But if he provides them protection um, and military support um, with the Yemen crisis, maybe they pump more. That's essentially what the Saudis want is, is just protection, military protection. They want our money. So, and they might pump more. Uh, here in this country, it's clear he want, doesn't want to permit additional lands. The drillers want permits on new lands, whereas they currently have plenty of permits. They just don't want to drill in those quote-unquote speculative areas. They've been burned by it before. They don't want to be burned by it again. I, I, honestly, I just don't blame them. Buy an electric car, what I say. Um, by the way, the tax, gas tax holiday is... Uh, targeted, the news that I read is targeted for um, around July. July 4th may be the decision. Um, he may be holding off just to um, kind of surround it by the, the July 4th driving holiday um, where a lot of people probably won't be flying. Um, kind of, you know, it leads me into the next situation. Pilot shortage was blamed for all the cancellations this weekend. Um, American has cut service to three small airports because of the pilot shortage. 
There's a lot of uh, a lot of news around pilot shortages, what to do, blah blah blah. This is simple supply and demand. You're going to see rising um, airfares, and the reason is because they're going to cut. Uh, what was it? JetBlue announced that they raised their uh, raised their price for Spirit. I was actually talking with a Spirit uh, Airlines employee who said they want nothing to do with JetBlue. They like a Frontier. <clears throat> so, just my opinion, but uh, I, I, I don't think that that goes through. I think you're better off with uh, Activision Blizzard, uh, ATVI. Again, this is a $95 uh, proposed uh, buyout from Microsoft with billions of dollars in breakup fees. So it most likely is taking place. Um, last week, it kind of, you know, uh, shot down with the market. You're at 74. Uh, this is expected to take place in December, I believe. December is where it is. So uh, that's an opportunity, I, I, I think, as well. Um, Kellogg. Interesting uh, news this morning. From Kellogg's, they are up twelve percent year to date. Probably with today's move, I think factored in is twelve percent. I think it was up eight percent in pre-market. They're going to split into three companies. The main is going to be a snacks and cereal company. Second is the U.S. cereal company, which, by the way, has been the portion of the company that's been dragging down the stock um, because they don't the the cereal division does not grow. That's been the the lag on this stock. And the third is a significantly small um, portion of the company, plant-based company, uh, super tiny. This splits the company up into potentially three takeover targets, which could make this stock just go crazy. Um, this is anticipated to take about 18 months to get through. So it's nothing short uh, short term. Uh, but it's going to provide a catalyst for the company today. When I look at this stock, um, it needed something, some kind of bounce. Your RSI was down at 34 on Friday. Um, and the, the stock has just got run basically from May 10th um, at about $74, $75 down today to 67 um, It is bouncing on the four-hour chart, which is what I use. Uh, off of the 200 day, um, the 50 day is in negative. The 921 are both in negative. As far as the algorithm, you would have gotten out of this one on June 15th. To probably today or tomorrow with this news, you're going to see a MACD cross up. Um, this kind of goes into uh, my theory too, as in the fall, some of these food companies, um, Mondelez is another good one. Uh, you know, uh, I'll look at some of the food companies and kind of um, put together a, a potential buy list. But Kellogg's is probably on that just because, again, with the anticipation of three, um, you're getting three stocks. Um, it, it doesn't change the business, but one of those stocks, the main uh, snacks and cereal, and the second U.S. cereal, that probably uh, sets them up for a takeover. And, and listen, plant-based, somebody's going to buy that out. Beyond Meat might buy that one out. Um, so who knows? Who exactly knows what um, what's going to go on? Uh, by the way, Mike Wilson did say uh, p- 
the pricing in the recession should take a couple of months. Um, so what you're going to see is you're going to see a range bound um, <clears throat> S&P. Um, he, he believes that uh, the move towards 3000 is a uh, less risky than the move to 4000. So if you believe that the move to 3000 is uh, more likely than the move to 4000, SPXU is your play. Um, this one had a buy on June 9th at 1661. Uh, right now it's at 22. You couldn't ask for a better move from 16 to 22. Um, it, 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 SPXU, the RSI is at 72. You've just got an oversold market. This one's probably coming back down to, there's a gap here between 20 and 19. Um, my guess is when you get to 20, I think you could buy this one. Uh, what's interesting about this one is there was a buy April 1st at 1322. The sell-off happened on May 27th. You still made 28% if you followed the algorithm on this one. <clears throat> Again, in a down market, these uh, short ETFs are fantastic. Um, but again, with Mike Wilson saying, hey, a move to 3,000 is more likely than a move to 4,000. Maybe you want to look at that one. Um, Qualcomm. I've been a big fan of Qualcomm. I have not purchased Qualcomm um, because I didn't believe that, you know, the, the, again, the run in tech was over. Uh, you'd be out of Qualcomm um, as of uh, June 13th where there was a sell um, with a 2% gain on this one from 130 to about 135. Um, this one since has come back down to 120. I thought this was a great buy at, at, at 170. Um, if I look at their forward PE and I go to Qualcomm, forward PE is nine. Uh, your dividend yield is 2.48. If I go to NVIDIA, your forward PE is 24. Your dividend yield is 0.14. If I go to AMD, your forward PE is 16. Um, you don't have a dividend on that one. If I go to Intel, um, your forward PE is 10. Um, your dividend yield is 3.95. So which one's a better company? Qualcomm, which has uh, far significant um, contracts going forward. Qualcomm is Volkswagen's chip for self-driving. Um, you know, they have about the same uh, forward PE. 9 versus a 10 in Intel, and Intel is considered just a dog um, by most standards. Um, the dividend yield on, on Intel is 3.95. Will they be able to hold up that dividend at these stock prices? Who knows? Um, but I, I, you know, Qualcomm at these rates, I, I just think there's no way that you can, you can ignore Qualcomm at, at, at 9. Now, to that end, I had my parents buy more Google. And I think it was around the 23, 2200 mark. Um, you're at 2157 right now. Uh, let's look at Google on the algorithm. And I'm looking at GOOG because that's the one that Google's buying back. There is a, a stock split coming up, I believe, um, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, July. Um, and I think it's 20 for one. I, I don't know the details on it, but. Uh, there is a split coming up. Split means absolutely nothing other than retail investors love splits. They buy splits, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
and some of the uh, some of the uh, tracking stocks need to buy a little bit more. So there there could be a catalyst on this one. You're out as of June 13th on this one. Um, the the MACD is probably coming in the next couple of days, and again, it's probably just because it's an oversold market. Um, I, I would expect this to be a $2,500 stock in healthy times because your forward PE, you know, get this on Google. Your forward PE is 16. When I look at Apple, um, uh, AAPL, your forward PE is 20. When I look at Microsoft, your forward PE is 23. When I look at Facebook, let's just look at Facebook. Uh, oh. Uh, meta. Facebook doesn't even come up. Uh, Ford P is 11. So, uh, Facebook, I think, has a lot more issues. Um, they deserve to be a lower PE. Um, that stock is at 163. Let's look at it on the algorithm. Um, and I'm still calling them Facebook. But Meta, um, yeah, 163. You'd be out of Meta. Uh, it's a complete oversold. It's at 34. There is an enormous gap here between 247 and 320 um, when their earnings came out back in February, and they just got killed. Um, I do. I think it's going back up to those levels. Not anytime soon. I, I think that's a difficult task for uh, for Meta. Uh, I think Zuckerberg probably has something in his sights. There's another gap here. That has not been filled, um, and it's uh, 175 to 192. I think that's more likely to get filled. You're gonna have a MACD cross up here in the next couple of days. Um, again, anything under 200 on this one, I still think it's a buy. Uh, they make too much cash. They 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 have too much of a hold. Again, I don't use Facebook, but I use Instagram, and they've got that tie-in. Um, do I think Twitter's a better platform um, for, uh, not for personal use, but more for news? Yeah, I do. Um, but uh, I, I don't, I still like Facebook. I mean, you know, just from an 11 perspective, I don't see anyone coming in and taking over um, social media. Uh, TikTok is the one that has been driving this stock down. Uh, TikTok's growth is phenomenal. Uh, they're a Chinese company. I don't trust um, TikTok per se. I tried TikTok. I didn't like TikTok. You know what? For this podcast, I might start doing some TikTok stuff. You can get some listeners off TikTok and you know throw up a video. Now, DRV is a good example. Um, hey, want to know how to make you know fifty percent a week on this one? Here's a stock I just recommended. That'll get you listeners. Who cares? Um, I do this. Like I tell everybody. I taught, I, before I started this podcast, I would literally talk to myself while looking at stocks like this. I just figured I'd record it. That's the only reason I do this. Um, and some people seem to get some benefit from it. Um, so let me go over my notes. Uh, Microsoft way down. Continue to buy it in my opinion. Uh, Gas holiday. Crypto. Uh, my crypto took crazy hits last week. Um, Ethereum, uh, ETHE. Remember, I don't buy crypto directly. I use these grayscale ones. Um, also, there's a Bitcoin short. I posted it on Twitter. Um, 
let me look my profile. I put there's a um a short Bitcoin um ProShares is launching launching a short Bitcoin uh fund. Let me look at this symbol. Um B I T I Shorts Bitcoin uh on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Um and it starts trading uh, on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker BITI is designed to give investors um, eight months after establishing the first Bitcoin. Um, I don't know. I don't know when it, but it's it's simple as BITI. I'll look at it. I'm going to put it in my notes. Um, BITI, short Bitcoin ETF. I'll, it'll be interesting to see how this one trades. Because if you can short uh, Bitcoin effectively, again, it's a ProShares ETF. Um, and, and I want to see uh, what the, the, the logic is behind it. Um, on Monday, it doesn't. Okay. This article doesn't say, oh, it announced it Monday. But I don't know when it's going to. Um, it doesn't say when it's going to oh, enough Bitcoin, Ethereum. Uh, I got killed on these, um, over the weekend Over, I'm sorry, over the last week while I was on a boat, uh, GBTC, you'd be out. It is crazy oversold. The RSI is at 23 on GBTC. Um, there's a gap here between 16 and 18. I might try and play that one. I still hold a significant amount of this ETHE. Um, same thing, uh, RSI is at 23, uh, MACD is way down. You've got this gap here between eight and $10. Uh, I think there's opportunity in both of these. I'm seeing a significant volume increase. Um, and they're green volume, ironically, uh, on days, you know, even though the trend is down, there have been four hour candles that, that are fairly good. Um, like for instance, this June fifteenth afternoon candle, you're between six eighty and eight forty. Listen, if you told me within four hours I could trade between six eighty and eight forty, um, and potentially make money, I you know again free trades, happy to do it, happy to do it. Um, you know Ethereum, it looks like ETHE is trading at seven dollars and fifty cents, up five almost six percent in the pre market. Um, Arcs are way up. Uh, let's talk about some of uh, the scans that I just did. Um, ArcG, uh, let me go to ArcG, uh, just came up as a MACD cross-up. Um, this one, the RSI is at 45. That MACD is crossing up. This has been a hurt, hurt stock. Um, ironically, the algorithm is doing much, much better on this one. Uh, losing you 16%. Versus an actual 44% um, uh, on the buy and hold. I, unfortunately, am a buy and holder of this one. I'm a long-term buy and holder on this one. Uh, let's see, ArcG, I am negative by 10%. Um, but the algorithm probably would have saved me on this one. I just didn't listen to it. It's up 2% to about $30. Uh, in my mind, with these volume shelves, you're looking at about um, $32 as probably a sell point. So if you can get it under 30, I think it's trading at 29. Let's, let's look at it. Active Trader Pro. Um, RG. 
Active Trader Pro, it is trading at $30. The bid is $30. Uh, it closed at twenty nine thirty two. I think you can you will be able to buy this under thirty dollars today. Um, these are coming back down. I think the futures, yeah, you, the futures. The Dow is up four hundred and twenty three. The Nasdaq up one seventy six. Anticipated. Um, that's that's down from where I woke up this morning. It's it, I, I think as the markets open up and um, algorithms start trading at about nine thirty nine o'clock. I think you're going to start to see volumes pick up. I think you're going to start to see sell come up. So I think at some point, I think you put in a, a buy if you wanted to trade ARCG, if you're invested in this one. I think you could see a move to 32. A again, these are um, dead count, ba dead count ba bounces. Um, I, I kind of think of my music background on that one. But um, these are just, th this market is not going up. This, is, this market is not a friend. The short, uh, the short ETFs are where you want to be. You um, VIXy. Let's talk about the VIX. Um, the VIX uh, is at thirty, and uh, the VIX, the UVXY is trading at fifteen thirty-seven. It's down. Um, again, I think this one's going back to eighteen. Do you? I think that if you buy this at fifteen today, you're probably gonna hit, get hurt by the end of the day. Yep. Um, right now, the 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 volume shelf in Active Trader Pro is between fifteen thirty five and fifteen forty four. Um, the the support level from Friday is between sixteen fifteen and sixteen twenty four. So um, I I think that VIX is probably coming back down to twenty eight at some point today. Uh, maybe today or tomorrow, the VIX gets down to twenty eight. Um, it's at thirty right now. Uh, it's down two percent. I think it gets 28 and then goes back up to 33. Trade these all day long, make some money. Um, but ArcG had a, 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 a MACD cross up and you probably will get into. Another one that I particularly have a personal interest in, Peloton. Um, what's interesting is when I left for the cruise, I, was, I hurt my knee and I was not really wanting to run because who wants to be on a cruise boat with a hurt knee where you're kind of limping along, blah, blah, blah. And then you're overeating. But uh, Peloton was something that I decided to uh, resubscribe to. Uh, I missed the yoga in Peloton. I missed it is the, the instructors, the classes, the options so much better than Apple Fitness. Why does Apple not buy Peloton? Crazy why they wouldn't buy it just for the software abilities um, and the instructors. I think the hardware sucks. Uh, I think $2,000 for a freaking spin bike is crazy. I have a $200 spin bike upstairs that I am completely happy doing the class on. But again, I'm doing the class. When I was on um, the, the, the Virgin ship, I, myself and all of my sailor mates thought, hey, Virgin, high end, they're going to have Peloton bikes. They didn't have Peloton bikes. They had these crazy bikes. We had to pay for a class. Well, F that. I ain't paying for a class. Um, and I don't know that there was actually a paid class. Uh, they did offer free spin classes, but we had an issue with the instructor. So I just used my Peloton app, uh, went for an hour, one hour long, uh, spin class one day instead of running. I think I ran six miles on the, the upper deck of the shift one day and then wanted uh, low impact. So I went for a spin class. Um, now the bike was not set up for spin. It was one of those electronic, uh, resistance levels. Uh, where you can't really stand up effectively and pedal while you're standing up. 
um, because it would give out. You'd probably blow a knee on that one. But Peloton has a MACD cross up here at about $9. I think it could go to 10 So, you know, again, there have been a lot of buys on this one. Um, the algorithm is meant for stocks like this. <laughs> it loses you 50% versus a uh, 82% gain. So if you buy it, just make sure, again, subscribe to TrendSpider. I'll set up the damn algorithm for you in TrendSpider <clears throat> so you can have access to it if you subscribe. Um, just let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, I, I'm not claiming this is proprietary. This is a simple, simple algorithm that I wrote that works. It loses you 50% versus the actual um, stock losing you 82%. Remember, the, the special sauce in my algorithm is picking these stocks, not necessarily the actual algorithm it, and, and fundamental itself. So uh, ArcG is a cross-up. Peloton is a cross-up. Another one that came up as a cross-up uh, that I like um, I looked at doing some real estate photography as a business. I decided against it, but one of the software programs that I was actually going to use is Matterport. Um, and if you're ever on Zillow and you see those 3D tours uh, of homes where you kind of um, zoom into different places and then you can uh, look around the room uh, in a 3D version, that's Matterport. Matterport is the software that makes that happen. Um, this one, the algorithm loses you 51% versus the buying and holding the actual stock is 60%. Um, let's look at it in Finviz to see where we're at. Matterport's forward PE look, doesn't look like they're making money. They're down 80% year to date. Um, I, I believe, I don't know if this was a SPAC or not, but um, again, uh, training solutions for frontline workers. These are, it's a 3D company that's using software to display 3D. Um, in my mind, the software is fantastic. I don't know much about the business model, but again, this is a uh, MACD cross-up that I, I did a, a, a look on, and uh, I think it might be a good opportunity. Uh, again, we're looking for a 10% bounce on these. Um, they are cheap, cheap stocks. Um, <clears throat> GOF, which I, I, I had uh, focused on, which had a, um, a big dividend, they were down significantly over the last week. So uh, I had said, hey, this doesn't look like a buy because, um, you know, while it's low, uh, it's got a 17% dividend. Um, let me turn on earnings, dividend, split. So it did pay out its uh, dividend on June 14th, and this is a monthly dividend um, that equals up to, let me see, um, it equals up to closed-end fund that pays monthly and has ex-dividend date of 17% yield, so um, yearly, uh, but GOF is down significantly at 15. Um, this one, the algorithm makes you 4% versus buying and holding a loss of 5%. What's ironic about this one is it's, it's got a 17% dividend yield. So you make 17% plus with the algorithm, you make 4 or 5%. So can't always guarantee you that you are in with the algorithm during a dividend because it is paid monthly. It's not quarterly. But the RSI is down at 21. This MACD is crazy, crazy low. But if we are just bouncing off this stuff, 
um, the, the, the volume that you see on this, uh, this particular stock it has increased. Um, let's look at the 10-day versus the 90-day on Active Trader Pro. Um, 10-day is 593,000 shares per day. 90-day is 537. So you've got a 10% increase in the 10-day in the 10 day versus the 90-day. Uh, Most likely that is because of the dividend, and it does trade around this dividend quite a bit. So, but you've got a 21 um, RSI. It's completely oversold. Uh, you have another month until the dividend, so I don't think you necessarily want to look at this. Uh, DRV, we talked about shorting the real estate market on this one. I talked about this one earlier as uh, one of the good picks that I've had recently. Um, I would take profits on this one. I don't see the leg up from 59 to 60, 65, 66. Um, just because the RSI is at 67, um, the MACD is starting to come down over the strike line. Um, the, the volume is crazy on this one. Uh, it is crazy, crazy high. And part of that is, I think Behesa found this one um, based on retail traders. And people have just been piling into this one. Take your profits, 44 to 60. God, what a trade on that one. Um, Oracle, they announced their earnings. They blew it out last week. Um, uh, this is a buy in the algorithm at 6875. Um, you are, I still like Oracle. Um, I, I, again, you look at their forward PE. This is their, their, their cloud division is what actually, um, made their, um, made their earnings go, the, the forward PE is 11. The dividend yield is 1.89. Um, I, I don't see a catalyst other than the dividend X date on July 11th. Um, but, you know, a, again, I think this one, I, I don't see them pumping and dumping, uh, but I do see them buying back stock and potentially in a good market when they're actually buying at these low levels. Um, the RSI is at 45. Um, uh, I think it's a, a good opportunity to get into a good company. Um, I like this one. So let's look at some others. Uh, Devon Energy. I talked yesterday about and, and um, on the podcast. Um, Devon, uh, 57. Uh, it was a sell up here for a 9% gain. I did not see this one coming. June 13th, it was a sell um, for a 9% gain. It is under 60 again. Buy it. It's going back above 60. Buy it. Um, not right now. That MACD is just um, oozing downward. Um, I don't know. The RSI is at 19. Have you seen an energy company with a 7% dividend at 19? And part of the reason why, by the way, it went down this much is the ex-dividend date was June 10th. After that, people just sold. Um, it was just a sell-off after that ex-dividend date. Should have seen it. Should have known about it. Um, again, it's below 60. I think it's got 60 in it. So you're looking at a 5% gain. Um, to go with that, I think Occidental Petroleum. Um, this one saw their ex-dividend date come uh, on July 9th. Sell-off. Complete sell-off. Everybody just wanted the dividend in these oil companies. Um, the, the dividend will continue. This one has seen the volume decrease. Uh, I, I'm a believer in this one. It's balancing off the 200-day on this one. So 
Um, another favorite that we talked about um, before I left was Im- uh, Imperial Petroleum. This was a uh, meme stock that got some traction in the uh, uh, GameStop community as an energy play. Uh, this one is interesting. It had a 40 cent buy-in uh, on May 25th. You would have been out on June 16th at about, it looks like 60 cents uh, with a 38%, 38% gain. So you could have made 40% on this one in, in a matter of like, what, two weeks? Um, great opportunity. Uh, I do think that you trade this one. You don't own it. Volumes have come down in this one. Their earnings came out on June 13th, and that's what people were trading around. Um, they have seen a significant downturn from about $0.82 cents to $0.54. Cents. Um, but IMPP, if I look at it today, um, the 10-day volume is $126 million versus $54 million shares on the 90-day. Um, the way I see the chart working, I think if you can buy this for $0.54, cents, um, you know, again, you're out of it in the algorithm, so I don't know if you want to buy outside the algorithm. The RSI is at 42. It's not completely oversold. Uh, when we had that 40 cent buy-in, the RSI was at 25. Uh, I see volume just decreasing in this one. Uh, I think you could play this one for a 4 or 5% gain in a day. I think you could. I mean, you look at Occidental Petroleum, they're at 3% pre-market. Um, you look at MPLX, they're up 2%. You look at Devon, they're up 3% pre-market. By the way, Devon up over 60. <laughs> so if you didn't buy it Friday, you missed your opportunity. Um, and remember, I had moved that, that price target to 65 on Devon. So I still own it. Um, Mr. Cooper, which is a, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Leon Cooperman uh, favorite. This one has dipped down tremendously. It is still not a buy. It probably will be a buy in the next couple of days. The RSI is at 28. Their earnings are coming up on July 28th. So you have over a month before the earnings come out. This volume level between 40 and 39 and 40 is fairly large, and you're trading at 37. Um, uh, Mr. Cooperman is, let's see, um, their forward PE is 5. Um, they are a servicing origination and transaction-based service related to single-family residents in the United States. These are a, um, a, a, I believe they're an electric service provider. Um, oh, no, this is the, 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 the servicing for mortgages. Sorry, I was thinking Mr. Electric, but Mr. Cooper is a servicing of mortgages. Um, so whether the, the mortgage market takes a dump or not, these guys are still servicing it. Um, so they get a uh, 5.8 uh, forward PE. Um, you know, you look at the 52 weeks on this one. Um, let's look at COOP. Uh, <clears throat> the trading volume, the 10-day is 862,000 versus 1 million. 90-day, you obviously have missed the volume uh, portion on this one. The 52-week high came on February 52. 52-week low um, came in July of last year at 31. You're almost at that 52-week low. You're, you're about 20% off of that 52-week low. Meanwhile, you're significantly down from that 52-week high. You're right kind of in the middle. Um, but 
there's 6.3% short interest on this one. Um, P ratio on uh, fidelity is 1.99. I like this one. Again, Leon Cooperman's one of my investing heroes. So I kind of say, hey, when he says buy it, um, I think you should buy it kind of like um, uh, what Bar- Warren Buffett. PXD, Pioneer Natural Resources, which I think it was Joe Terranova, was all over this thing. Um, you had an 11% gain if you sold out on J- June 13th. Should have been stop losses in this one. This one has just tanked, tanked. Um, the RSI right now today is at 16. Um, their earnings are coming up on August 2nd. So you've got quite August 1st, sorry, quite a while. There is a significant, significant volume support level here at 223. It closed at 221. Let's look where it is uh, in pre-market. Probably up near uh, PXD 227. So it's up six, six bucks. Um, I think you put in something for 220, 221, 222. I think you probably hit it today. Uh, well, maybe 225. Either way, lower than this 227 that it's kind of going to open up or it's trading at now. 225 might be a good one. Um, 10-day volume, 3 million shares. 90-day volume, 2.6 million shares. Um, so your 52-week high, 288. 52-week low, uh, July of last year, 133. Um, I like this one. Uh, the, the MACD is still in, in, in free fall. Uh, you can see... The, the volume on this, on sales volume, has just, I mean, it's fallen off a cliff. So let's see what the forward PE is. Um, PXD forward PE is 7.83. If I look on, up an equivalent like Exxon, um, Exxon is 9.55. Um, let's look at CVX, which is Chevron, 10.05. So PXD, in my mind, natural resources, 7.83. Buy it. Let's see what Fidelity says PXD's um, competitors are. I think I can look this up uh, in Fidelity uh, on the comparison. There we go. Um, EOG, uh, PE 6.6. Range Resources, RRC 5.8. CLR 5.4. FANG 4.8. FANG is a one. Let's look at FANG in the uh, algorithm. And, and by the way, this is going to be a long part, a podcast. Probably should have said that about 20 minutes ago. Fang just off a freaking cliff. The RSI is at 21. Um, this looks like it's got some, I just don't see a lot of support down here at all. Um, this one could continue to fall. Uh, again, this is a kind of a, a bounce here at 122, but there's no support. Um, let me look at the daily to see if there's support levels here. It's kind of just gone gone through its volume level support, um, which was 123. It's down at the 122 level. Um, I think it it drove through that. Do I think it bounces back up to the 50 day of 139? It very well could. So Fang's probably a buy as well. I'll put this one down as a buy on my notes. Um, ABV A B B V. This is the uh. Dividend darling of uh, pharmaceuticals or pills. The RSI is at 31. This one is at 138. 
God, if you would have told me I could get this at 138 when it was trading at 173, I tell you, you're crazy. This is, again, this is simple pullback of multiples. When you look at um, Finviz and you look at the multiples of Adby, it's 11.62. Okay. Let's look at something like a JNJ or a Merck, 15.56. Merck, um, uh, pharmaceuticals, MRK, is it? Yeah, MRK. Um, 11.46. Um, what's another one? Uh, Bristol Myers, um, BMY, uh, 9.15. So you're right in this range. At 11, could it be pulled down a little bit more? Maybe. See when the ex-dividend date is. Uh, It just passed it. (laughs) Ironically, April 13th, it paid its ex-dividend date and then just went into free fall. Um, Their earnings are coming up on July 28th, so you really don't have a catalyst, but that MACD is going to cross up. And that MACD crossing up with an RSI at 31 You could see, I I do see some increased volume uh, on green spouts um, all last week. So it wasn't a big move, but again, you know, you just had your ex-dividend date. What's the catalyst for this one? Who knows? KREF. This is one that, uh, the real estate, um, this is one, let me look at my notes from the last time, Uh, 9.4% dividend yield. Um, the analyst thought it had a $25 target. That was when it was trading at 18. It's at 17.35. This RSI is at 35. Uh, the MACD is crossing up. So it, your, your benefit of holding out from when I briefed on it last week is about a dollar a share. Um, the, RS, the, the dividend yield date is June 29th. So you have eight days. Um, their earnings are coming up on June, July 25th. Um, let's look at KREF uh, in Finviz. Their forward PE is 9.4. <clears throat> uh, Mortgage Real Estate Investment Trust <clears throat> focuses primarily on originating and acquiring senior loans secured by commercial real estate. So this was killed by the pandemic, commercial real estate. Um, yeah. It's got a dividend yield of 9.91%. Um, yeah, God, this one, look, I- I'm putting this one as one of my favorites to get into um, this week, next week. But I- I'm looking at this one, let's see, KREF. Um, in pre-market, it is, please don't be 18. Ooh, well. Bid and ask, it's got no pre-market volume, but its bid is 1644. The ask is 1894, closed at 1736. Just so you were aware, 10-day volume on this one, 1.3 million, 90-day volume, 712,000. So KREF, I like that. Um, another podcast favorite that I do not own, but have wanted to get into, United Healthcare. Um, absolute fall. You are out of this one. Um, the, the div X dividend date was paid on June 16th. It's not a huge X dividend. The RSI is at 25. This one is just absolute pre, uh, free fall. Um, let's look at the daily because I don't, I see some volume shelves around the 450 mark. 
Um, I'll look at Dale down session. Um, yeah, the, there's a volume shelf right here, four fifty one. Um, the next volume shelf for that one would be four twenty three. There is a gap here in the daily between four oh five and four sixteen. If we get down to that level, um, you know, again, this RSI at twenty nine. How much lower can you go in United Healthcare? Um, it's crazy. Their ex dividend date just passed um, July 16th, so last week. Their earnings are com- coming up a month from now, July 15th. So you don't have a lot of catalysts in this stock, but um, if, if history of other dividend payers is true, this one might kind of just tank on its dividend. You know, maybe you are going down to 420. Uh, you do not have a MACD cross-up. You are out of this stock. Um, let's run the main algo on this one. You are out of this stock. You were out of it. Um, there was a purchase on July 9th uh, and then a sell on July 10th for a 2% loss. Um, the algorithm makes you 33% on this one versus 53% buy and hold. Um, this one has been a pandemic winner. It's healthcare. Um, you know, obviously way back in October, uh, this one dipped down to under 400. So do I think it could go to under, uh, 400? I think that 430 gap needs to be, uh, filled. I don't see this one as an opportunity for a short trade unless that MACD comes back up. Um, when that MACD comes back up, uh, I think you could potentially see that breaking news. DocuSign CEO Springer steps down. Um, DocuSign should start to see probably a, a dead bounce on this one. Um, Wilder, Maggie Wilder Otter. Wilder Otter is the interim CEO. So you're seeing it down below 60, but um, we'll look at DocuSign in a little bit. But again, United Healthcare, I look at this one as an investment, not necessarily a trade. Uh, big difference in this market because I don't think you invest in this market. I think you trade in this market, but I'm keeping an eye on United Healthcare because I do think that's a great company to look at. Now, to close out the show, let's look at DocuSign. Um, symbol is DocU uh, because their CEO is stepping down and the stock is bouncing up. Um, let's see, your RSI is at 35. Um, that MACD is about to cross up. You might be able to get this one to 65 based on this news. Uh, let's see, Doc U, um, Doc U trading right now 61. So you've gone from 59 to 61, uh, in the pre-market. Boom, taking off. 10-day volume, 11 million. 90-day volume, 5.8 million. Um, and that is on downward trend. Uh, their earnings came out on June 9th. And the CEO didn't say he was stepping down. So obviously, uh, the board, this may be a board move um, that is hidden as, ooh, I think I'm getting out. You're at 61.26, continuing to go up. So uh, this is a trade, not a buy. Uh, This stock has been an absolute free fall. Um, Let's run the algorithm on this one. Uh, I think the algorithm is going to have you out because the, the MACD has not crossed up. Um, oh, trend spider, I love, but sometimes you get hung up when I do too many things. 
um, the main algo run on DocuSign, you are out. Uh, the algorithm loses you 8% versus losing 63%. The algorithm works on this one, completely works on this one, in that it's losing you less money, and you shouldn't be in this one. But at some point, DocuSign makes sense. It's not making money. Um, it's at 61. I think if you can grab this one under 60, um, my guess is that, that you probably, there's a volume shelf here around 64. Uh, let's look at daily on this one to see if the volume shelves. With some of these stocks, the volume shelves, um, you don't necessarily want to use them. We're going to drag this one back um, to kind of a dip in May of 2021. And there's a significant volume shelf here at 66 to 75. Um, below that, you don't have anything. So um, once you pass uh, 55 on this one, you got no support below that. So I think what you do is you buy it under 60 and uh, put your stop loss in at about 55 because there's no, there's no, there's no support down there. Um, Volume weighted average is still 150. No way. Uh, this has just been a complete free fall uh, all the way from September till now. Um, your daily RSI is at 37, so you're not completely oversold. But that four hours look looking like it's uh, about to um, tighten up a little bit. It still doesn't have a Mackey cross up, but I do like it. So that I'm ending on. I think it's going to be an hour long podcast this morning, but. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow. Again, I, I think you're looking at uh, potentially rebalancing your portfolio if today is a good day. Um, if you're not rebalancing your portfolio, I think you take a look at that Uvixi. Um, the VIX is at 30.43. I think that one wants to go under 30, and then you buy it. Um, uh, Devon Energy, DVN, uh, I think if you can position yourself to get that under 60, um, let's just look at it real quick. DVN on Active Trader Pro. It's under 60 again. It's under 60. Um, I think you wait for potentially a 57 handle on this one. Um, I, I think that might be a buy-in. Uh, I like this one. Again, it's, it's energy. Dividend yield is 8.76. They just upped their dividend. So I like this one for um, you know week time frame. It's a swing trade. This isn't a day trade. The day trade is Uvixi. Um, UCO, people keep asking me about UCO. Um, again, this one trades on futures. It's at 47 uh, based on the energy pop. So you got a 5% pop on this one from where it closed on Friday. Uh, I think this one wants to go above 50, but am I putting money into this one? No, I think there's better opportunity with risk reward out there. Um, UCO, the 10-day volume is 1.8 million. The 90-day volume is 3.4. So you just don't have a lot of volume supporting this one. Uh, to go up. SCO is, is, is probably not the play on this one, even though it's, it's, it's low. Um, it closed at 21. It, it looks like the, the bid and ask are about $20.80. Your 10-day volume is 4.6. Your 90-day volume is 3.0. Uh, news on demand, news on a tax break, um, blah, blah, blah. You might have SCO pop, um, but do I think it's going back to 23? Nah. I think UCO is probably going to 50 before uh, SEO goes back to 23. So with that, take care, have fun, enjoy your day.